I'm Stephen Hunt. Welcome to the Active Performance Podcast, a podcast that gives top global managers and their teams the confidence and power of clarity to grow their international business in innovative ways. This week, speeding up innovation. How do you start to build a culture of faster innovation? I once worked with a part of Siemens that wanted to speed up innovation. They had this wonderful innovation process. The systems were in place, the structure had been clearly identified and clearly defined. And it was like this cathedral to what innovation should be. It was fantastic. Unfortunately, nobody used it before we came in. The innovation architecture that they'd built was actually an empty shell because the missing ingredient was the human approach. And I see this a lot in companies. They build some of the best innovation systems and structures and processes in the world. But if the company doesn't have a culture of innovation, they'll struggle. A culture of innovation starts with the right mindset. One of the biggest problems that senior managers make is they have the wrong mindset. It's understandable. They're under pressure to perform. They're desperate to make a positive difference. And when you're under pressure, what you tend to do is you dress innovation up as a question of survival. The number one mistake that people make when they're trying to speed up innovation is they turn it into a survival question. So you say things like, if we don't survive, we'll die, as one CEO said to me. Apart from stating the obvious, the survival metaphor simply doesn't work. And the most common metaphor that I've seen in the last 20 years is this burning platform metaphor. The metaphor actually comes from a real disaster, the Piper Alpha disaster. Piper Alpha was an oil platform in the North Sea. On the night of the 6th of July 1988, it suffered a series of absolutely catastrophic explosions. The platform was completely destroyed. Of the 226 people on the platform, 165 died and only 61 of the 226 people survived. And I remember these quite shocking interviews with the survivors. The most shocking interview was one of the survivors who said his only escape route was to jump from the platform. He said about his decision to jump, and I quote, it was stay and fry or jump and try. In other words, be burnt to death or jump 50 meters into the North Sea. It's difficult. It's really difficult for me to imagine the terror and horror that those people on the platform must have felt. But the metaphor was born from that, and it is we can stay as we are, don't innovate, don't do things differently, or we can jump into the unknown. It's a metaphor for heroes. It fits neatly into this survival, this sense of no choice. There's a number of problems with that. Presenting innovation as a question of no choice is just wrong. People have a choice. People at work have a choice. They go home at five o'clock. They can avoid the problems. They can put things off. They can delay. They can avoid. They can mentally switch off when they come into work. So the everyday options for employees are actually stay and fry, jump and try, or avoid it, or switch off. The second problem with these survival metaphors is the burning platform metaphor is a strategy of desperation. I see it most in companies when they've run out of ideas, 
which is a paradox because they're trying to create ideas, create innovation, and because it doesn't occur to them to do anything else, the only thing they can think of is this dichotomy of fight or flight. And the result is that people feel helpless, particularly if they don't have the skills to do with the change. The third problem with this survival metaphor is it's not simply fight or flight. There are other possibilities and one of those is freeze. Some people will freeze. The shock of being in a survival situation, do it or you'll lose your job, do it or the business will close, stops them from doing anything. And when you're suffering from shock, you're not creative and creativity is the base of innovation. So you tend to stick to your well-known behaviors or well-known patterns. Clearly, we need to move away in our innovation mindset, away from creating this existential fear, this survival metaphor. So what's the mindset that starts to build up this culture of fast innovation? It's one where you put people in a little bit of uncertainty, where they have discomfort, but it's doable. A good example that you can use is the trapeze artist in a circus. They swing high above the ground, but there's a safety net below them. They're on the edge of what's possible. They're using their skills. There's a little bit of uncertainty. There is vulnerability. But because they're still on the edge of their comfort zone, they're able to learn from what's happening. So what you can do with the company is get people to talk about where they have their creative ideas, how they share those, how, those, how they bring those ideas into work. What happens to those ideas? How are they evaluated? Not in any sense of the formal process, more in the sense of getting people to share their creativity. And that will bring about a culture of creativity and a culture of innovation. The bottom line is, don't make the mistake of confusing urgency to innovate with an emergency. Urgency and emergency are different. When it comes to innovation, urgency is about disciplined focus. It's about getting people to relax and it's about getting people to focus on what's essential. In emergency, we work through well-established solutions and processes. And when you listen to those again, disciplined focus as part of urgency, and on the other hand, established processes, only the first will quickly lead to innovation. Because it's disciplined focus with a psychological safety net in place that increases creativity and speeds up innovation and the most innovative companies know that. I'm Stephen Hunt. If you'd like to find out more about me or the services that I offer, please go to stephenhunt.net or find me on LinkedIn. You'll find more resources there on the themes we cover in this podcast. Join me next time for more on how top global managers use confidence and the power of clarity to grow their business.